Down for the Count with Brandon Medina and Dan Cialana. Yeah. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. Did I sound <laughs> creepy there? You you did sound a little creepy there, brother, but I'm going to let you yeah. slide down. You sound right. like the, the big Valboski. Hello, ladies. Oh, my goodness. Welcome, one. Welcome, all. How's everybody doing, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ESPN San Antonio, as well as Mr. Dan Cialana, Mr. Brandon Big Poppy Medina. We proudly bring to you the best show in the world. This is Down for the Count. I'm your man, Brandon Big Poppy Medina, my beautiful, bald-headed, wonderful-looking God's grace bringing Mr. Dan C. Alana is in the building, people. How are you doing, brother? I don't know if I'm bringing God's grace. I've been told that I bring the other guy's grace from right, down south. You know what I'm saying? You know that. that. But, We're Texas okay, but thank boys, you for the compliment, though. I, I appreciate it. Yes, yes. Dan We're, C. We're coming out. Of, we got to be positive. We're coming out of the pandemic. Uh, you and I are still banished from the studio. Probably mm-hmm. me more than you. But we won't get into backstage stuff, dirt we sheet won't get sheet stuff. Into the dirt sheets. <laughs> but no dirt we're sheets. still we are still affiliated with ESPN San Antonio, which we are very grateful for. Also mm-hmm. very grateful for uh James Pledger at ESPN San Antonio putting out that social media stuff for us. Always appreciate that. Oh my that. goodness, what a guy. What a guy. I mean, we guy. have we have so much to get into, Dan Cilano. We not only are going to get into a backlash, but specifically a WrestleMania backlash that we got to preview as well as some big AEW stuff coming down the pipeline in the future um as you mentioned man you know things are starting to pick back up we're starting to kind of get out of this funk you and i both are vaccinated individuals go get vaccinated people um but AEW double or nothing looking to be a full crowd dancy alana did you hear about this I heard about this, you know, and a few months ago, if, if I would have heard that, I would have been a little nervous. And, and quite frankly, I'm still a little bit nervous these days of having a full crowd. But like you said, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. The virus is, you know, waning. It's still, you know, very serious. Still thousands of people getting it every day. But a lot of people are vaccinated. It's definitely getting a lot better. Definitely getting a lot better. So that first show back, whatever show it is that you go to. The first one with full capacity, no masks, is going to be psychologically a little bit weird for a lot of us, no matter when it happens. So uh, I think it's time. You know, uh, the, the CDC today said that uh, people can even be indoors now, unmasked yes. if they're vaccinated. So obviously the risk is always, it's always going to be some risks there. But I, I think we've just been living with this pandemic so long that just the idea of going back to normal, uh, it just seems so weird to a lot of us. I mean, some of us never change our, our lifestyle and you know, F you to those people. But for the rest of us, it's kind of an adjustment period. I mean, I went to my first wrestling show a couple weeks ago. It was a local wrestling show, you know, Mission Pro Wrestling up in Buda. Yep. And it was the first wrestling show, local show I've been to, first show of anything I've been to in over a year and a half because of the pandemic. So uh, would you, though, at this point, Brandon, if you got a chance to go to Florida to be at, at uh, Daly's Place, to be there for Double or Nothing in a full crowd, sold-out crowd, would you feel at ease being there? So I, I I definitely believe it's where we're pushing the momentum pretty quick. Um, I definitely think a full crowd is obviously to me, and I feel like even to yourself, a little much to sit in a full crowd, right? But I do think crowds need to be involved. Um, I do think it's time to start weighing that process. And I just don't know that you go from, you know, maskless crowds to to straight full ones that that quickly. But also, I mean, you look at, 
here in Texas, I mean, the Texas Rangers have done the full stadium, the Astros. I mean, a lot of different uh, events have already taken place. So I think it's time for wrestling to follow suit. I 100% agree. I can't go back on it. Just next week, I'll be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for a bachelor party. So I can't even say I'm, I, I'd be nervous to because obviously I'm making that trip anyways uh, just next week. But yeah. I do I do believe um, the the entertainment deserves it the fan deserves it it's just be smart about it right if you're not if you're feeling under the weather don't go i mean it's that simple i i don't understand why you'd want to push the limits in a, in a in a time like this but i do believe from a monetary standpoint it's clearly the best thing to do from a moral standpoint i think we're already at the point where so much uh, else has opened up why not you know, wrestling and, and WWE and AEW shows alike. Yeah. And uh, Joshua on Facebook says there are risks in everything. Time to go back to normal. So I, I understand that sentiment. You know, I mean, that's why we got the vaccines, right? So we can go back to normal. We didn't get yes. the vaccine so we can be home for another year. Uh, this thing is ending. And, you know, a lot of us have <laughs> a lot of feelings about the way things were handled on all sides but yes. uh, the fact is i think everybody can agree that this is at least declining rapidly and it's time to go back um for me i don't know i mean if i found out that monday night raw was gonna be at the at&t center next week would i go you know full crowd? i wouldn't i don't know that i paid for monday night raw period right now oh you're right you're right but, actually but, even before the pandemic i don't know if i would go to monday night raw mm-hmm. <laughs> Monday night raw's it has been an adjustment. Listen, I'm a new father, yeah. and it's it's more of an adjustment for me to watch Monday Night Raw than deal with a new baby. That's, 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 <laughs> that's absolutely for sure. It's uh, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, but AEW, of course, um, since we're on that topic, you know, Double or Nothing is is going to be huge. I mean, this is this is their. I I would assume besides All Out. I mean, if All Out is their WrestleMania, this is their what SummerSlam. This is their. What's the comparison for Double or Nothings? It's a I'd ginormous so. pay-per-view. Yeah. It's definitely the, their version of the big four. Right, right. Because, I mean, Double or Nothing and All Out are, are for sure the two biggest. And this is the first pay-per-view AEW put on as a company, period. Um, this is the first one. This is the inaugural one that we saw way back when. What is that, two years ago? Right? It's already been. I think so. It's been amazing. It's been three years by now. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's been. It was definitely pre-pandemic, of course. But, um. AEW has been on a tear, obviously blood and guts. I didn't get to talk to you last week, but I know I'm sure you loved it. Um, Joshua Wilbur, again, our boy said, I would only pay for NXT. WWE's downhill bad. AEW is coming to the Austin area. I did see that. Cedar are you, Park? Yeah. Are you interested in going dancing? Should me and Dan Cialana make that trip up to Cedar Park for an AEW show? Well, I got to look at my money situation. Listen. Uh, no. Unless, wait, wait a minute. We should get freaking, Come on. That's what I'm saying. Uh, press passes. Dan, Why do we have those those four letters in our show if we can't get any freaking press passes? Dan, Come on, gotta, an ESPN name has to open up some doors. Don't be talking finances, Dan. You got to live the gimmick now. You got to live You're the right. gimmick like Ted DiBiase and Ric Flair. Right. You got you got we got to pull up in a Rolls Royce. Number one, number two, we need press passes. But number one for sure is that Rolls Royce before we get anything going. But AEW, man, they're moving quick. Things are getting better. Have we? I don't know. Me and you aren't big on numbers, but I have to assume. Either they're neck That's and neck. That's what our ex-girlfriends say. Right. I have to assume, but either they're neck and neck or absolutely dominating the ratings when it comes to wrestling. I think they're definitely doing well. You know, the AEW inspired <laughs> WWE to move NXT to Tuesdays. 
And I don't think it was a coincidence. That's a good way of, they, of saying they whipped their ass. Yeah, inspired. Yeah, you know, and of course, WWE will deny it because WWE lies and they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Not Absolutely. all of them. Yeah. No, not all of them. We lost we some good We can talk trash about it because, the, yeah, we did lose some good ones. Some of our friends behind the scenes lost their jobs. So now we can let the, <laughs> the gloves could come off. We can yes. talk crap. I wish I wish it was as big of a deal if somebody jumped ships after from WWE to AEW as it is like on TV. Like maybe maybe we bring them on and we're like, oh my goodness, can you believe it that this person in the background jumped? Yeah, from the WWE guy who books our matches now works for AEW. Yes, yes, exactly. Or, or yes. interviews, I should say. And I and and I think uh, the streak is still alive, Dan. You know, the streak of guests on this show living up to their name and finally making that big push for their potential is. Is continued. Obviously, the only streak in wrestling that matters, of course, Dan Cialana, is is my streak. But that's the, a close second. The, the greatest streak in the history of wrestling is not the Undertaker WrestleMania streak. No. It is Brandon Medina Spirit. Yes, <laughs> my spirit <laughs> refusing refusing to buy a wrestling pay per view. And I assume that after May <laughs> Double or Nothing, that streak will continue. The I day that know. streak I'm... ends, the day that Brandon Medina spirit streak ends of not buying pay-per-views, I will be like that wide-eyed guy in the front row. You know, they'll make a meme out of me because I'll be so shocked. Because we're, <laughs> I think we're, I think you're, I think you're at twenty-two and zero at this point. At this point, yeah, we we've been doing this show for a couple years now. We have to, we have to be in the in the double digits for sure. I think me and Taker are going uh, one for one at this point. But um, yeah, I mean Thunder Rosa and Jasmine Alor. I know two two friends of the show. Yeah. Um, Thunder Rosa. Oh, I mean, OG of the show has been on the show plenty of times. We love talking about her. Of course, local. Both of them local. Um, how incredible is it, Dan, that our show? has been able to initially be the launching pad for many people. You know what I mean? I feel like you jump on the show and then the next week or a couple of weeks after you're either in the Royal Rumble, you're either in a, in a title match in the future. I mean, we're, we're, we're creating superstars here. This is, this is not the developmental league. This is, this is real <laughs> deal. We're bringing superstars. Well, you know, definitely proud of Thunder Rosa and Jasmine Allure. Uh, I, I'm, I, I know Jasmine's had AEW matches like on YouTube and AEW Dark, but I'm pretty sure this might be her first match live on uh, Dynamite. And maybe the first time that two former Down for the Count guests have faced each other on Dynamite. So that's cool to see. So I don't know about a launching pad, but every wrestler who is on our show, I mean, their careers don't get worse. Never. Never. I mean, and I think I think also to that to that to that point, Dan. They can't be the first because we had Sammy Guevara and Matt Hardy on too. That was another big one. That we oh had. So yeah. Both of, so they faced in the AEW. So we have so many superstars on this show. I can't remember all yeah, these guys. The, the only superstar that I believe we need on the show next that Dan Cialana is absolutely scared to bring oh, on no. is MJF. We need MJF, MJF. on the show. Oh. Just, I mean, Dan Ceylon and I'd be just be punching bags, but I mean, we need MJF. I think it's a lot of censorship that we're gonna. I'm very sensitive, show. you know. Like he just seems like a mean person. No, like he man. enjoys hurting people's feelings, and I know you can roll with it. You know, you probably you like the roasting. You and the kids always roasting each other. I can't take <laughs> it. I can't take it. I'm 40 years old, insecure, midlife crisis. I don't need this little punk, this millennial jackass, Gen Z, whatever he is, MJF coming on this show and trying to make himself good look good by making fun of me i can't deal with it oh i was so goodness. glad to see him bleeding last week at the end of that that match what a crazy guts what a crazy all over the place what a jackass um, that guy's banned from this show i no got mjf say, 
I gotta say, I've had the pleasure of meeting Chris Jericho a few times. I that that spot surprised me, to be honest. I'm I'm very surprised somebody again, no disrespect, nothing but love. Somebody at his age would still take a spot like that for MJF, who's my age. Like that, that, that that's a big spot off that cage to to take when whenever you're really trying to push a show, push a feud. I mean, kudos to Chris Jericho, doing it for the business. Okay, I'm gonna sound like a jerk here when I talk about that Jericho finish falling off the cage or being pushed off the cage. Because I, I know you and I both respect all these wrestlers. We know that things oh, often no. are more dangerous than they appear. But let's be completely honest. Just n- d- take off your wrestling analyst hat. Take off your fan hat. <laughs> Imagine you were watching last week's Blood and Guts ending with someone who doesn't watch wrestling. And they saw Jericho get pushed off the cage and fall. Imagine if they were a little bit cynical. They thought you were kind of silly for watching wrestling. Don't you think when they would seen that when they saw that fall, they saw Jericho fall through that floor, they would look to you and said, "He fell on a pad. It's obvious." Don't you think they would have said that to you? And, and again, no disrespect to Jericho. I think that spot was more dangerous than it looked. Hey, falling 15 feet, that's scary no matter how you're doing it. And I'm not disrespecting. There's totally ways you can still injure yourself even if you fall on a humongous humongous marshmallow i'm not disrespecting any of the wrestlers there but i just think in terms of the way it looked on tv i yeah i mean a cynical person would have been like yeah he fell on a pad well the cynical person's dancing along in this circumstance no i'm not i'm trying to i'm trying to be devil's advocate because i don't want to be an aw fanboy i I just i'm trying to think what someone would think if they're watching wrestling with me because that's that's important part you and i talk about this all the time like you watch wrestling with friends and family who aren't wrestling fans and sometimes you're embarrassed and i think unfortunately even though that was a great match to end blood and guts in that cage and all the blood i just think the ending just looked a little silly even though i i i, I thought it was cool as a wrestling fan because I, I i suspend disbelief but if someone was trying to poke holes in the I wrestling suspend disbelief <laughs> i suspend I, I suspend disbelief about everything it's still real to me, damn it, all right? It's still real to me. I just think that a cynical, casual fan would look at that and go, oh, he fell on a crash pad. No, I hear you. And it, it Again, am I gonna, am like I gonna, would I do that spot with even 10 times more padding? Hell 100%. no. 100%. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't. No, no I wouldn't no. do anything. Oh, okay. I, I would take let zero you, risks. I would absolutely let you push me off a cage, Dancy Leonard. Look, you would. No actually, when I was a uh, when I was a nine year old kid, my mother asked me what what my birthday wish was, and I said to come in at number thirty at the Royal Rumble and get chokeslammed <laughs> by the Undertaker. That was my that was my wish <laughs> as a nine year old little boy. So that's I'm 100 percent down. Take a spot. Let's do it. Uh, however, my spot would look a lot more like Rikishi's than it did uh, Chris Jericho's. But you did uh, it for the Rock. I did it for the Rock. But when we talk about when we talk about this 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 finish, you're right. It definitely didn't look as real as it possibly could but also here's the thing about AEW they have a track record now this is the second or third time that exploding barbed wire death match I know I know we don't want to bring it up we don't want to bring it up it's it seems as if we've looked past it we pretended it didn't happen the exploding barbed wire death match explosion at the end was as janky and trash as it gets. I mean, it did. And I assume I can only assume that AEW lost a couple of, of followers that night and lost a couple of, of viewers. Cause it was, I mean, it was not good, but were you, weren't you watching with some friends? I was, I was watching like, with what the family. Hell is this? <laughs> I was watching with family to keep the streak alive, of course. And, uh, as we were watching with your Russian, like 
VPN or whatever the yeah. hell, a weird link that Listen, downloaded malware. I don't listen. It <laughs> wasn't the OnlyFans. It wasn't that, but it was <laughs> it was uh it was AW paper. <laughs> but whenever I was watching it, yeah, a lot of people in my family were like, This is this is it. Like uh, the whole match, they're like, Wow, this is crazy, dude. Man, we need we need to start watching this. As soon as that happened, all interest was gone. Everybody was like, No chance. Even my fiance was like, Grow up, kid, turn this off. <laughs> Turn this on, like like eight months pregnant, seven months pregnant. She's yeah. like, yeah, this is you're not fit to be a father right now watching this. So <laughs> wow. I think I think that's where it got because it was it was janky, man. It wasn't good. It was rough. Right. And so I think with this finish, it looked better than that because you can't go go much worse than that. But um, for the match itself, it worked. It was okay. Obviously, everybody's gonna sell it. I think for Chris Jericho's health, this was probably the best way to do it. Sure. Um, and I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen the thing that WWE does very well, though, Danny, you know, this is the cutaways. They don't, they, you don't yeah. see the full fall. You see the Shane McMahon, one of them way up there at the top, the Jeff Hardy from the Titan Tron. You don't see the full fall. They do the cutaways and they zoom in on them already crashed into the, into the ground. They, they, they don't show the full fall. And that's maybe where AEW was trying to be different, was trying to be a little bit more edgy and it just did not look as good uh, on TV as as maybe it would have had to do the cutaway. And ultimately, if you have to choose between whether it looks cool for the TV audience or the fans in attendance, you you choose the TV audience. Right? You know, I mean, it just that's I get it. They wanted to make it look good in 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 person there. I just think it didn't look as good as it should. I feel it it now. Now, when we talk about wanting to make it look good, uh, let's let's bring up Dancy Alana's like (laughs) eighth crush in wrestling is uh, Zelina Vega. Zelina we're hearing Vega. we're hearing possible rumors. Dan, is this on the rumor mill? Is this on the dirt sheets? Who's where are you getting this information? Sir? Dirt sheets are reporting. Well, I don't know. I don't know. If Fightful wants to be referred to as a dirt sheet, but I think Fightful was the one who had the story first. The rumor today that apparently Zelina Vega was at the Performance Center, the WWE Performance Center today, and mm-hmm. may possibly be making a return to WWE very soon. Very surprising news since she she uh, she lost her job very suddenly a few months ago. Uh, I don't remember particularly if she quits or if she was fired or quit because she was going to get fired. But a lot of it had to do with disagreements about uh, doing third party things like OnlyFans. So I'm sure, Brandon, before this show, you did your due diligence and tried to, you know, just went to the Zelina Vega OnlyFans to investigate. Just to investigate. Completely right, investigative professional journalism. Professional courtesy. That's all it yeah. is. Exactly. Yes. So, I mean, the last time you tried, last time you tried on the air to look up the Zelina Vega OnlyFans, uh, your internet crashed, your computer, I think, just, <laughs> just started smoking, caught on fire. Something like that. Couldn't stand it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, she could be back. She could And be. I hope I hope the rumor's true. I really think Zelina Vega didn't have a chance to really thrive and really kind of shine at WWE. She was treated more as like a valet. I wonder if some fans didn't even realize that she wrestles. She didn't yeah. really have that many uh, high-profile one-on-one matches. And I think if she comes back and hope she does, I hope they don't just stick her with some Mexican wrestler to, to be the the valet slash maybe girlfriend. Uh, I hope that she's actually a competitor. When if If and when Zelina Vega comes back, I'm going to say when, because on this show, we've been known to put things into existence, right? We've, yes. we've, we say things and then they happen, you know, whether it's Bianca Belair being main event of WrestleMania and then winning and Alex Gracia facing Sheeta, 
We're going to say it on Down for the Count because that's how things happen. Zelina Vega will return to WWE and she will be a singles competitor and she will have a championship match sometime before or up at up until SummerSlam. That's what I, I'm saying. I will say, I think He-Man is now the second best at being the master of the universe. Because <laughs> well, we, 1980s reference there. Man. We, we absolutely are the curators of the universe everything dancing i was trying to drink a beer and laugh at the same time don't try this at home i didn't expect a he-man reference uh i understand you got some go bot stuff now listen listen your boy's full of them your boy's full of references over here but full of something man whenever we're talking full of malware from OnlyFans. but uh when we're talking (laughs) when we're talking about this i 100 agree i think Zelina vega when we've seen her wrestler we wrestle we've seen We've seen some incredible moments that she can absolutely go. We know she can wrestle. We know she can be a top-tier talent. It's just about pushing her the right direction. And currently, as things stand, we haven't seen a specifically, not that it matters. I'm not trying to make it, it this type of conversation, but we haven't seen a specifically Latina dominant wrestler in wwe for so, quite a while i mean I, I don't even i mean i guess melina would be melina, the only, yeah, yeah that, like, that, that'd be the only like closest 15 years ago yeah so i mean we have not seen and even then again she was kind of the the sidekick she was kind of the handcuff mm-hmm. it wasn't like she was herself and you know pushed into the scene but Zelina vega could definitely benefit from it um and the fact that we're mentioning her i mean we mentioned Rhea Ripley two years ago goes on to fight Charlotte Flair at, at WrestleMania. We had Bianca Belair on the show after we mentioned her on one of our first shows when we talked to Charlotte Flair. She yeah. goes on to headline WrestleMania and win uh, the WWE Women's Championship. I mean, we when we put it out into the universe. Usually the universe finds a way of listening to down for the count. Um, not that Vince is listening. However, I know he is. Hello, Vince. How you doing? But, um, <laughs> you know, Zelina Vega clearly being at the Performance Center is better than, than, than you know, just being cut and dry. And obviously her husband is still under contract, I believe, yeah. even though we haven't seen him in like months, um, Alistair Black. But when you look at Andrade, he's nowhere to be found. I think he's fighting Alberto Del Rio, I think I saw on social media somewhere. And I think it's in Mexico, I believe. But Andrade Alberto needs, Del Rio, huh? He's, he's still allowed to wrestle. I don't, I have no he's idea. He's not in jail. I'm surprised he's allowed to do anything these days. But, uh, yeah. Andrade, oh, by the way, speaking, you know, we were joking about never having MJF on this show. Alberto Del Rio will never, ever, There's ever be one. on down for the count. That is a shoot. I have no interest in having him on the show. He will never be on the show ever for he also, any reason. He also had a very um, awful restaurant that opened up here, so that's the only yeah. beef. That, that's the big beef I've had with them. But anyways, um, I mean, if he wants to come on the show and talk about like how to fell it being being in the how to like industry. kidnap women or something, I yeah, guess something if like ever, that. If ESP, you know, ESPN is always trying to add niche shows. If he ever if they ever do like a yeah. wrestlers who kidnap women show, we can have Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, he'll be the he'll be the 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 prime person to give us you know all the the tips of the trade. I guess someone's going to send him this link. Go yes, ahead. please. Go ahead. And then what's going to happen is he's going to show Andrade. Andrade is going to come on the show, and then he's going to be champion in two months. That's just how this is going to happen. Uh-huh. So the universe finds different ways. I do believe uh, Lena Vega, though, man, speaking, going back to her, she deserves an opportunity, whether it's here or elsewhere. When I say here, I mean WWE. Um, I could see her also go back to NXT, kind of go back, retrace mm. those steps, get get the fan base following more. It's on television now. That is where... Andrade and her were successful because as soon as they hit the main roster, it was 
who cares? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, so I think, and, and unfortunately you see that a lot, which is why I believe Finn Balor stayed where he stayed so far, because he's finding tons of success there. Whereas there's not a spot on the roster for Finn Balor currently. You can't, there's just not, I mean, you, he can come in and he might have a, a few great matches with Shinsuke or with AJ Styles. And they're probably going to be incredible matches, but he's always going to be behind the Daniel Bryans and the AJ Styles of the world. And of course, you know, the head of the table, Mr. Roman Reigns, I mean, Seth Rollins over there and raw. I mean, it is just, there's not a spot for people like that. And it's unfortunate because Gargano, Ciampa, Vel- Velveteen Dream has fallen off a little bit. But when you look at, at the talent NXT has, I mean, it, it runs deep. And unfortunately, uh, for the main roster, you're you're not going to get that. But also, fortunately for WWE, as they've done such a great job at making NXT what it is today, that it's a prime show. Me and you both believe it's the best show that WWE continues to produce. Yeah, and I think it's easy to get caught up in the mentality that NXT is a devel- is still a developmental league and then if you do really really well then you get put on the main roster and i'm sure there's some of the wrestlers in nxt who believe that who who are striving to be put on the main roster but also there are some like champa who have famously said i don't want to be on the main roster because i am already on the main roster in nxt so i think it's just it's an example that even within different parts of the company there's different cultures and even at the radio station espn san antonio you go down the hall to some other radios, every other radio station just six feet away in that different. building has a different culture. Right. And I think it's the same thing with NXT and WWE. So this idea that NXT is a developmental and I mean, it's not it's it's not a training ground anymore because if, if you're on USA, USA TV live on primetime, you're not a training ground. No. So I think NXT just needs to just be seen as just a different kind of just a different product. And that's fine. You know, not one's not better than the other WWE, but I think instead of WWE, instead of thinking of, okay, once you do good at NXT, you go to WWE, the main roster, I think it's the conversation should be more of like, which culture do you fit in better? Because NXT and WWE have a different culture. NXT is not mini WWE. It's almost like it's a completely different company. And I think it should be treated as such. I'll tell you what, Dan, you, you have a lot of aggression in your heart right now. You know what I mean? I I don't know how Passion. you. Maybe because yeah, I'm right. drinking root beer, not beer. I'm trying to be a good guy. There you go. There you not go. Not be you're freaking to... drunk on ESPN San Antonio. Fair enough. Fair enough. However, in the pre in the previous shows, of course, you know things get a little out of out of whack. But yeah, when we when we talk about the current states of wrestling, of course, we have to get into this WrestleMania backlash. But before oh, we yeah. do, Dan, before Uh-oh. we do, before we do that, yes, are you a fan? of the name wrestlemania backlash or should this just be backlash i'm not a fan of wrestlemania backlash because i think wrestlemania should be its own special yes event. i mean maybe maybe the monday after mania or the even the smackdown after media the same week can be wrestlemania backlash but i just don't like the idea of just like oh yeah well this is we're just going to call it this because maybe more people will watch it if we call it wrestlemania i don't like it I like it better when it's just backlash. Not a big fan of it. And you know yeah. what, Brandon? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so, I'm so much not a fan of the name WrestleMania backlash. Wow. That I wish I can just go find the person backstage at WWE 
right? The pay-per-view producer, if you will. I'm gonna find who who made up this name, whether it's Vince McMahon or somebody else. Not only that, I'll add to it, Dan. Who 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 does the tie entrance for this? Because there's no more special entrances, there's no right. more special we're losing the special the special filling of pay-per-view, Stan. You're gonna find those people who are soiling the name of WrestleMania. Soiling, yes. I want them to I'm gonna sit down with them. I'll mm-hmm. give them a piece of paper. I want yep. them to write down the reasons why they thought WrestleMania Backlash would be a good title. Yep. And then, Brandon, I want them to take that piece of paper. Take it. Crumble it up. Mm-hmm. Get some KY jelly. Some extra KY. Shine it up real nice. Turn it sideways. And stick it straight up your candy ass. That's what That's I'm what talking about. <laughs> Welcome back. What a great segment. We forgot about you guys for a bit. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Yeah, I got some aggression. We got I don't like the name. I don't like the name. I don't either. I think it's I think it's uh it's a BS name that's half-assed. I think uh it's just to draw on viewers on Peacock. And let's be honest, Peacock hasn't been that great thus far with WWE. <laughs> um, so I mean, listen, I'm fine paying five dollars instead of ten, but also come on, I miss the quality of the other five. So um with that, let's go through these matches. Of course, we have some interesting ones, so ones that I did not ever expect I would see in my lifetime, and that's Starting off with Damian Priest and The Miz in a lumberjack match. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense for, to me whatsoever. But uh, I, this has been drawn out so long. And it's one of the biggest reasons it's so hard to watch for all these days. I mean, come on. How long are we going to push and push for Damian Priest to become a fan favorite before we just like <laughs> force him on everybody? Speaking of guys who should never have left NXT, he's like, oh, great. I'm going to be on the main roster. I'm going to be in WrestleMania. And now he's like, all right, well, I'm going to be in a lumberjack match with The Miz. Yes. If for Damian some Priest, reason. If Damian and The Miz is probably mad, too. They're probably both mad. Damian Priest is like, I don't want to wrestle The Miz. And The Miz is like, I don't want to wrestle Damian Priest. He's like, who the hell are you again? He's like, hey, listen, uh, are you a fan of The Miz and Mrs. Or are you a wrestler? I have no idea. A lumberjack match. I'll I'll only watch if the lumberjacks are actually wearing flannel. Yes, I agree. Like back in the day. I just, I don't don't understand this. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's early 80s. Back in those He-Man days you're talking about. (laughs) I don't get this. I don't, you know, I I don't know if Bad Bunny is going to come out dressed like a lumberjack or he's on tour. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't care. I just <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. Miz was on Cloud Nine just a few weeks ago, a couple months ago. He was, you know, like he was a champion, and <laughs> the hell is he doing now? <laughs> he's like, he's going to be doing like the pre-show. Uh, this will probably be on the pre-show, yeah, on, on the free pre-show on YouTube or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't. And, I don't give a damn about this Damian Priest versus the Miz match. And our buddy, our buddy Joshua Wilbur said the same thing. I like Damian Priest, but he'll probably end up like Alistair Black back in catering. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly how it's going to be. I think Damian Priest. I've seen. I've watched Damian Priest, who used to be Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor. Uh, I've watched him over the years. Absolutely incredible talents. If this was 1996, he'd be over his role. <laughs> this he'd be he'd be absolutely over. If this was 1996, if we ever where, had Damian Priest on this show, don't be like, dude, bro. If this was like 96, this, this would be 90, so exciting to have you. Uh, we, that's exactly. We were born 25 years too late. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, wow, oh my goodness, we're, here's our guest, Damian Priest, because we couldn't get Gangrel. So let's get. <laughs> this is exactly, 
This is what I mean. It's, if this was <laughs> six, hey, I, I, I take Gangrel on this show. I'll play this uh, clip right. One hundred percent. I love to. Have, <laughs> it's my favorite entrance of all time. That's what I'm saying. Damian Priest deserves to be in the Brood. Something similar. <laughs> Do something like that. Not we'll send this, him back to 1999. Yeah, send him back. If there's a time machine, Damian Priest needs to be the first guy in it because uh, I mean, he's just the success you would see, especially with the whole like shooting arrow gimmick against yeah. the. That, I mean, that's cool. It's just it's very like the crow esque and yeah. it's very like you know gangrel that 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 mid to late 90s hot topic yeah exactly i mean you had like people like raven that were successful in the 90s because of gimmicks like this they just kind of are the outsiders and right. so i mean i see i mean vampiro i mean there's a bunch of people like that so well damien priest like like i can't i look at him just just from his presence on wwe tv i don't know his story like you should be able to look at a wrestler and go like i know what makes them tick I know why they do what they do. But when I look at Damian Priest, which I don't look at him too long because it's boring because he's, he's fighting with the Miz, but I, I don't know why he's there. I don't know what, what his what his drive is. I don't know what his story is. I, I can't tell from watching WWE. He's just like this random dude who's like, my gimmick is I don't have a beard. Like everyone else has a beard, but I don't have a beard. And I hang out with Bad Bunny because we're both Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason. Rican, that's the only reason. <laughs> Because Bad Bunny definitely would never hang out with Damien Priest. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's what I mean. It's just like when he was in NXT, he was like this like flashy high roller guy, yeah. but also like kind of a vampire. And it was like, I'm not, I'm not following this. So maybe you could get away with that stuff. Uh, yeah. on Is he an actual priest? Like, does yeah. he, does he, does that, he see, preside at be, mass? He does baptisms and stuff. <laughs> just let's take his vignettes or just him at churches. Just, just a homily. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Damien Priest. So I think he's it's dousing a play the on, audience I, with holy water. Right. But because his name's Damien Priest, I think it's a play on words like Damien from the Omen. Maybe it's like yeah, he's, like, he's uh, like he's like a demonic he's like, priest. He's, yeah, he's like a, a devil for these days. I have no idea. Who knows? But so I can't tell. Just but regardless, that was Bad Bunny. Out, yeah, clearly Bad Bunny's not for the people. But when we talk, <laughs> when we talk about this, it's going to be a lumberjack match. And then WWE has this fascination recently of hey, we can't make up our minds to see who's going to wrestle, so let's just do a triple threat match. And they did that with both right. the women's championship and the WWE championship. Or we need a cheap way to take the, the championship off the current exactly. champion. And we don't want to have them look bad. Exactly. So yeah. we're going to see Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Charlotte Flair, which on paper sounds incredible, but we have been seeing it every other week. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, it's, we're, we're, we, we don't get the excitement anymore. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Braun Strowman, same thing. Every week on week, we're seeing these guys go at it here and there. We're seeing the banter, but it's it's not enough to make you excited for this. You know what? I think I want to, speaking of Braun Strowman, I think I want to retract a statement I, I made at the beginning of the show. I said, appearing on Down for the Count has never actually made anyone's career worse. Um, Braun Strowman appeared on Down for the Count and maybe his his, his, uh, his his profile was already kind of going down low. Nice guy, but I don't I don't think down for the count really helped him out too much. If you look at before down for the count and after down for the count, I I, I think Braun Strowman would have preferred not to be on our show. Did I'm not he, saying it's because of us, but I but it may be. <laughs> did he win the greatest Royal Rumble whatever after our show? Is that was that the I think it was before? Damn it! I was hoping just to claim that it's <laughs> yeah, like something we were able to do for him. No, yeah. like after when he was on our show, it was it was I was trying to get excited, but it was, but he was promoting like he was going to fight Roman Reigns for some 
no reason just they just threw him in a match with Roman Reigns for like the the season premiere of SmackDown or something. It was like, all right, well, okay. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he ended up going to WrestleMania and doing the same thing, but obviously, yeah, just... uh, I mean, of course, I think since since him being on our show, greatest thing he's done is pull Shane McMahon through a cage. Uh, so I mean, that's awesome. Good yeah. For him. Uh, I know he used to be pushing over ambulances and stuff like that as well. So <laughs> I don't know if that's pre-show or after show, no, but no. maybe we gave him that strength. But this, these are two matches that are going to be good. They're going to be watchable, but nothing you haven't seen already. The one I'm actually excited for that I think you're also excited for is that Bianca Belair and Bailey match. That's the one match that sticks yeah. out to me that is exciting. Man, you know... I- I have mixed feelings about this one because I love Bianca Belair. Obviously, anyone who's been on our show is going to be going to have my a bias. Yes. Going to have a bias for them, I should say. And I also think that Bailey needs to be more high profile. I don't like the way they use Bailey. I hated how Bailey at WrestleMania was just like not doing anything besides walking around and talking to people backstage and getting beat up by the Bella Twins, who just had a baby like two days ago. But now we're supposed to believe that they can beat up. Uh, Bailey, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So I kind of want Bailey to win, but I don't want Bailey to win <laughs> because I want Bianca Belair to be a legitimate champion. Yes. She told us on our show on Down for the Count before she won, she said she wanted to be a fighting champion and she doesn't want anyone to think that her win at WrestleMania was a fluke. And I know we're like a month away from WrestleMania, but I think if Bianca Belair loses her championship this Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash, I think it'll do some damage. It will look like WrestleMania was kind of a fluke. I think it'd be a bad idea. I actually want this match to end in a, like a schmoz. I want to see the rivalry continue. And if Bianca Belair does drop the title to Bailey, I want it to be at a really big event. Like maybe SummerSlam would be a good time, but no sooner than that. I don't see Bianca Belair dropping the title till 2022. Um, I know we haven't seen it. It doesn't happen like that normally these days. Um, I think the last time we saw something like that was probably, I mean, Roman's been champ for quite a while now, um, yeah. but, but when it comes to, to a women's champion, we haven't seen that, that long of a championship reign since what AJ Lee, right? That was the longest one for a while. And Paige, who was, it? I think AJ Lee broke the record. I want to say she like held it the longest of anybody, but, um, not sure. Google that. Let me know. But, uh, Bianca Belair needs to be cemented as the top you know female competitor in 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 the company and Rhea Ripley needs more respect too we don't respect her at all um I mean it's I feel like there's a lot of uh of ways to go about it but I mean you 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 had her lose to Charlotte Flair you've built her back up to be this absolute dominant woman in, in in the the division Bianca Belair never had a loss that put her back. This would put her back dramatically. And I'm talking like, like the fiend dramatically, where it'd be like you built her yeah. up to be this, this top notch, unbeatable character, the EST of WWE. You cannot go back on that. Bailey had her time, had her reign. She might be, she might have been the longest reigning one. I'm not sure, but I know Bailey had it for a long time too. But um Bianca Belair needs this one, especially against somebody who just held the title for as long as anybody in the recent memory. Do you think Bailey's at the point now where she doesn't need the championship? She already has the prestige. Yes. Like for instance, I think about Charlotte Flair. If Charlotte Flair is never the champion again, or even if she's a champion just for transitional, she's still Charlotte Flair. It does. So maybe Char- Bailey has that credibility at this point where she doesn't need the championship. I think Charlotte Flair 
And I, I want to say it's up for discussion, but I really don't think it is. She is the most decorated woman in, in WWE history. She is the, to me, hands down, there's nobody behind her or close. There's there's a lot of great female competitors, but Charlotte Flair is the best female wrestler we've ever seen. I'm just going to mm-hmm. put that out there now. Okay. Um, as far as championships, as far as athletic ability, storytelling, presence. presence. Yeah, I mean, and you're actually, bi- we're biased again. She another she, down for the count guest. Yes, one of one the, of first the first ones. Yeah, one of we're the first. biased. So yeah. I mean, she to me is is the pinnacle now. Every every one the of pinnacle. the pinnacle. She could be um, hanging out with uh, MJF over MJF, at AW. Yes. Have any inside information? <laughs> they seem like a great a great couple. <laughs> that'd, be, sure. that'd be a swerve. That's a swerve, bro. That'd be a couple Vince that Russo would, just, would love that. That'd be a couple that just roast everybody. You'd get no words in at dinner. <laughs> but um, when it comes to the four horsemen, each one of them have had their time. You know, Bailey's been the best. Charlotte Flair's been the best. Sasha Banks has been the best. Becky Lynch had the biggest year we've ever seen in the female yeah. division. And when she comes back, don't get it twisted. Becky Lynch will jump right back to the top. And I pray to God we see Becky Lynch versus uh, Bianca Belair. I mean, that's that's a Ooh. match that has to happen. Mania um, next year in Texas. How has about to that? Happen. Book it, Vince. Book it. Book, Book it. it, Vince. So that's what I'm saying. I think those are huge. And then, of course, Ronda Rousey is going to come back. Let's not play ourselves. You Let's think not so? Be marks. 100% will come back. That's going to be a big one, too. Um, I, 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 I don't know if she really enjo- I don't know if Ronda Rousey really enjoyed her time at WWE too much. I don't know either. I don't know either. But the one thing I will say is when it comes to, to women's wrestling is you're normally good, Dan. You're really good at calling out potential. We've talked about Bianca Belair before, like a year, two years ago, and talking yeah. about how great she was. But you've also said Matt Riddle's going to be the next big thing. And, and I said that Dana Brooke was going to be the yes. woman of 2020. And you said Shayna Baszler was going to take over. I mean, you've, so, had, you've had some misses here. I, I it, Just like a psychic or like a you know a tarot, tarot cards or horoscopes, I only want to remember the, 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 the good ones, not yes. the bad ones. I want to remember when I hit it, not when I missed. Yep, fair enough. Now, Roman Reigns, Cesaro, what is, on a scale of 1 to 10, Dan, scale of 1 to absolute hype, where are you in that? Are you are you, are you feeling over a six? Because I'm absolutely at a five. I'm right in the middle. It's interesting enough for me to watch. But I if this if the streak was on the line, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this will be a decent one. I think this will be a B match. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. I don't think there's any way Cesaro wins, but I think this match will set up Cesaro as like a real contender in terms okay. of just like, wow, he's right there. He's going to get at the championship any day now. WrestleMania was the first time that he got like a singles win. WrestleMania. So he's finally getting that kind of prestige that the fans have been wanting for years and years. I don't think he wins. Cesaro wins this Sunday versus Roman Reigns, but I think it'll be a great match. And I think Cesaro is going to look really, really good in the match, but I definitely think Roman Reigns is going to retain i think so championship. too i think so too and also on that card that we're not going to talk about because why would we is the dirty dogs i'll let you figure out who's in that tag team <laughs> yeah. uh, ray mysterio <laughs> and his son dominic mysterio oh, bobby uh, root robert root oh my god from those Again. tna days to now i mean oh just, the decline is just between tna and, and nxt like my nxt god, he was great i saw him oh, fight god. shinsuke whenever the royal rumble was here in 2016 Great, great match, but the decline. I mean, even Dolph Ziggler, that dude is incredible, and we just show no respect to him. Bobby Roode, go back on YouTube sometime and look up Bobby Roode's 
WWE main roster debut. I think he debuted on SmackDown. Look at the pop he gets. Look how look how great he, he he looks. And he even just goes like, wow. Like he was just like hyped and everybody was into it. Everyone's singing the song. I mean, this this great this great entrance, glorious. And we never even see it anymore. It's just like he's just a generic guy. It's like, oh, you're gonna be a, with another generic guy. You'll be with Dolph Ziggler. Man. I mean, it is he deserves crazy. better. Yes. In the- who, who? I mean, how many people can say life was better when I worked for Impact Wrestling or TNA? Not many people can say that. Yeah, it's probably Robert Roode, uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. <laughs> Those are probably, uh, I, I, I want to say Vince Christopher Russo. Dan- <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Christopher Daniels, but I, I think he's doing pretty well for himself mm-hmm. currently. But like Al Pacino says, man, hey, listen, every dog has its day. And unfortunately, that's just. How it is, man. Uh, Joshua Wilbur was there with me over there in San Antonio, clearly, and that was an awesome pop there for NXT. That was when NXT was looked at as the developmental, but uh, yep. now we know NXT is where it's at. But it's going to be interesting, man. WrestleMania Backlash, possibly WrestleMania SummerSlam, and WrestleMania Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania everything. I have no idea what we're doing with names these days, but <laughs> uh, WWE is definitely uh, still pushing the boundary. Will we see a full WWE packed stadium by SummerSlam, Dan. Mm, I don't know. I think it, I, I assume if they do it, it'll be like an outdoor thing. I think they didn't they do an outdoor SummerSlam a couple years ago? I know they've done it before. I was going to say, I, was like, sure I don't was... remember since British Bulldog. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking like, out in Wembley Stadium. <laughs> that was like, what, 94? Like, yeah, the Legion back. of Doom coming out on the motorcycles and such. Oh, that was great. Yeah, oh, that, that's old school back then. Dan Cialana so. is just, is, you can't see it, but he's popping up from the bottom of the oh, camera. Oh, man, but anyways. British Bulldog. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> WrestleMania. Or no, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. But I think, I know a couple years ago, I think in Phoenix, an outdoor stadium out in Phoenix, they had Royal Rumble. So maybe that's a place like that they can have it for uh, I just SummerSlam. my thing is that's a baseball stadium. I don't know yeah. that SummerSlam draws that many the way Royal Rumble would. You well, know what I mean? Paper that damn thing, man. I tickets. mean, feel free, feel free to come bring it. Maybe we could fill up the Mission Stadium. That's about what we could do. Yeah, we could <laughs> that's do about what we could do that for sure. But uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting. And me and Dan Cialano will be uh, right along for the ride, like everybody else, man. We're gonna make sure we're bringing you the best coverage. I'm, I'm sure we'll figure out. Uh, pretty soon, some more uh, future guests. But as it stands, WWE went through some crazy changes. We're just following along. Yeah. Um, and over the next few months, hey, listen, people's contracts are ending. People are going to start moving places. Yeah. Double or nothing, we're going to see some big things I think we're not expecting. And I don't know if Samoa Joe's available, but if he is, get his ass a contract. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, you know, we've been talking a lot of crap, but I think uh, obviously we're happy that the pandemic is waning. And that wrestling's coming back to with crowds. We got NXT coming back uh, to Central Texas area next month. Mission Pro Wrestling is going to be doing San Antonio shows in, in yep. August. We got Heavy Metal Wrestling in June. Sabotage Wrestling here in June as well. San Antonio. Uh, River City Wrestling's coming back. Oh, great. And, I mean, there's just, there's just all, all the wrestling's back, man. I mean, think about last year at this time. Think about April, May last year. How, we were like, oh, God, do we even want to do this show? What are we doing? Well, that was more me. I was going through my psychological crisis. But, uh, you know, and, but it's, it's back now. It's kind of hard to believe that we're actually getting back to normal. And, man, in, in less than a year, we're going to be in Texas. Where we are in Texas now. We'll be in Dallas, Texas. Oh, and we will be there. Just make sure. For WrestleMania next yes. year. So, I, man, it's a good we time to, to be a wrestling out. fan. 
Yes, it is. We need to figure out how to get on Radio Row because we're going to be there next year. I'll be there as a fan, but I want to be there as media too. We need to make sure we lock that in, Dan Cialana. But in I think uh, they call it Media Row now because it's different media, you know. Fair enough. Maybe it's just called, I don't know, MJF Row. But whenever we, because uh, <laughs> listen, he's the, he's the best talker in the business. Don't disrespect it now, Dan oh, Cialana. Yeah. Come on now. However, we're going to be there along for the ride with you guys. And like Dan Cialana said, it is back everything is starting mm-hmm. to come back wrestling is coming back in the words of eric bischoff's theme song i'm back and better than ever so with that we're gonna bid you guys adieu thank you guys for joining us follow us on twitter make sure you hit up dan cialana at dan for the count he will absolutely welcome your follows and ignore your replies i am at big poppy brandon m i will do the exact same except unless you start talking uh really good wrestling news with us or maybe we can find somebody who's insider right who's an insider. give us the scoops the dirt sheet scoops we need somebody yeah. like that so if that's you hit us up however keep it locked we are always with you guys, as as always, sponsored by ESPN San Antonio, the good people over here in San Antonio. And with that being said, that is the bottom line. It's down for the counts. Said, said so. so. Follow Down for the Count on Twitter at DFTC Podcast.